Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hello, my name's Jess Phillips and this is yours sincerely. I've always been a prolific letter writer, both the good and bad kind and know the power of putting words to paper. So in this podcast, I want to give my guests a chance to celebrate three people that mean the world to them. Someone they love, someone who's no longer around, and someone who doesn't realise how significant a role they've played in their lives. And when we've heard more about each person, they'll reveal how they would sign off each letter. Fraser Clark is a professional boxer who won a bronze medal at the 2020 Tokyo Olympics. He's competed in super heavyweight championships around the world and won gold at the 2018 Commonwealth Games. Today I'm excited to talk to him about the letters he would send to three people who mean the world to him. So, hello Fraser, how are you? I'm good, really good. Just finished training, so I'm still sweaty but I'm all good. I had all the good intentions of doing some exercise when I got in uh, from work before starting doing this today, but I totally failed. Uh, but I'm sure I'll do some, I don't know, some burpees later. Uh, I don't think I could... Uh, I, I mean, I sometimes have to do like that where you pretend to throw punches. You know, that fake... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Box exercise, yeah, yeah. And uh, honestly, I'm so pathetic. It is just so, no, so no, no, pathetic. No, no don't, say, don't say that. Even... Even if you can get like fifteen minutes in, you know, a, a little, a little circuit going, some burpees, some high knees. Today I had crunches. to do some. Bur- I was meant to do some burpees in my circuit, but I've not done it yet today. But I will get it. Get it done. Get it done. You'll feel better after. <laughs> you always do feel better. Exactly. That is so true. Now, Fraser, are you called Fraser because of famous boxers called Fraser? Uh, that's what I do tell everyone, but. A little inside secret, and an exclusive is, I was actually named after someone apparently that used to be in Emmerdale called Fraser. This is like I remember that person from. It was when Emmerdale used to be called Emmerdale Farm, and my oh, yeah, my yeah. nan used to watch it, uh, and there was a character called Fraser in it. So that you're not named after Joe Fraser. It depends who's asking. <laughs> <laughs> that is absolute. Why were you named after the character from Emmerdale? I don't have a clue. Was your mum a big Emmerdale fan? Uh, apparently so at the time, yeah, apparently so. 1991, <laughs> he was big in Emmerdale. <laughs> he was. He was, a, he was a big character in Emmerdale. Um, that, you're the only person on, uh, you know, God's Earth that I've ever met that's been named after uh, an Emmerdale character. There was another character called Seth 
who was like one of the main characters. Maybe some people have been called Seth after Seth from Emmerdale Farm. That is absolutely brilliant. So this is all about letter writing and people that we love. Now, because you are of a certain age, you just told me that you were born in 1991, where I was 10 in 1991, watching Emmerdale Farm with my nan. I imagine that you don't write letters at all and haven't really had that much experience of writing letters because young people, and I'm putting you in this category now, young people don't tend to have a hinterland in writing letters. Have you written many letters? Do you know what? I think when I was younger, so my my grandmother, she lived in Jamaica and that was the only, that was the only letter that I'd write. And that's, you know, that was, that was, we're talking years ago now because then obviously technology got better and more improved. And then we started, uh, we started obviously phone calls and, and, and whatnot. So did you have think, to do it yeah. on the lovely paper, the airmail yeah, paper? Yeah, 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 yeah. It was a long time, long time ago. I was only a kid and I probably talking like when I, before like eight, nine, ten sort of age. Yeah, so so you wrote letters to your granny in Jamaica. Yeah, yeah. Um, but but otherwise, you don't have any great love letters or uh, letters that. Yeah. Have you got any letters saying that you like qualified for like games? Yeah, and yeah, yeah. I, I keep all them, but obviously they're all even even now. It's a little bit sad sometimes because you get an email to you now, which is it just doesn't. I, I I've got I've got all mine printed off and framed up actually to be fair because. Oh, there you go. So letters do matter. So, like, when you qualified. Oh yeah, and I've had like I got a letter from Ted Downing Street after the Olympics. That was big for me. I've got that framed up. Was it Boris, Boris Johnson sent you a letter? Yeah, yeah, yeah. basically, yeah. Um, I got a letter saying that I qualified for the Olympic Games, that I went to the Olympic Games, Commonwealth Games, World Championships. You know, they're they're quite important. You know, like oh, it's massively like one, important. Yeah, like one one of my dreams was always to have a when I, I couldn't afford my own house was to have a room dedicated to boxing and just have a few of my achievements in there. So, yeah, it's good for that. Yeah, it's, I mean, competing in the Olympic Games, it's literally the greatest achievement. I cannot... I remember when they announced that London was getting the 2012 Olympics and I remember it was like sort of like six years before it happened. So it was like, you know, sort of 2005 time. And I remember being like, I've got to get good at something so that I can compete <laughs> And I just thought, oh, you know, I've just had a baby. I'm certain that I could probably get really good at archery or something. And obviously, this is a ridiculous thing to think. But, like, it's the absolute pinnacle of... Yeah, it was. The Olympic Games, like... It's so impressive. I can't... I actually can't think of anything that I think is a greater achievement than competing for your country at the Olympic Games. It's, like, mega. You must have been, like... When you qualified, you must have been, like... Just unbelievable. I think qualifying was probably the best feeling out of the whole Olympic journey. I feel like qualifying was the time that I got the most emotional, was the best feeling. Even, even obviously, standing on the podium was great, but I was getting a bronze medal, so it like sort of it, it's harder. When you're a comp- competitor, unless you're on the top, it's it's still a proud moment, but it's difficult. But, but actually qualifying, because it was the biggest weight off my shoulders you can ever yeah. imagine. The, when you say that, like this is the difference between sports people and us regular folks who uh, could only like aspire to ever. It, it, there is that sort of competitive streak. I'm very competitive in in other areas, but uh, I remember watching Wimbledon with my husband once, and like 
the, the the woman was like two sets like you know she was like basically being absolutely hammered and there was no way she was going to win and I just said look if I was this woman now I'd just throw in the towel like I'd just be like look it's obvious I'm not going to win and my husband was like that is what you why you are not a high level sports person because yeah, they true. don't throw in the towel you don't do you don't throw in the towel you you the, like the the presence of mind that sports people have to keep going against the odds I it for for regular people it's impossible to understand. Yeah, definitely is definitely. I mean, how, 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 do you just have to t- talk to yourself in your head? Do you like talk to yourself like a lunatic all the time? I think I, I think myself and a lot of other sporting people, even though we come across quite well, we probably are lunatics. I mean, I'd go as far as to say, I'd go as far as to say I'm, I'm a I'm a lunatic one hundred percent. Yeah, um, accepting defeat for me it's, it's a sickening thing you know like and uh, if, if you're a person that can accept defeat and just be happy losing or just be content in losing then you, you can't really be around me because i just i just i just can't fathom you as a person yeah you know what i mean i mean it's, it is it's difficult it's a different wiring system i mean i mm. i don't like to fathom losing in in my profession uh although uh, i'm from the labor party so i'm used to it um <laughs> but um but like the you know, I, I don't like it in that in that sphere, but people are just wired differently. Like I just think, oh, you know, I just don't know how you keep going. Like especially boxing, it's yeah, like brutal. I, I, think, <laughs> I think in boxing, obviously being a boy, being a boisterous young lad as well, and growing up, it's a, I don't know how to put this, but it's more of a thrill as well. You know, like I don't condone fighting in any way, shape, or form. I I, I love boxing, but it's that competitive edge of being a, a young man or a man and having a having an altercation but it's perfectly legal and I'm getting paid to do it it's like it's it's it's, a, it's any it's a dream for any hyperactive kid you know that likes getting into into fights it's so I mean what you've just described is politics for somebody who likes to have a row I mean I'm paid yeah. to have a row and I literally yeah. sometimes I pinch myself I think oh my god I'm, I'm being paid to sit and have a row with someone I don't agree with how did I how did I get so lucky that like I just yeah. lo- I love to have a row I, I love a row yeah, so sure. uh, it's uh, you know it's the, it's it's a similar thing I, I imagine uh, although yeah. I've got to say I don't have to train quite so hard so I asked you to think of three different people you would want to send a letter to. Uh, and the first one would be uh, the person who means the world to you. So who would that be? Well, I, I know you asked me these questions in like, they they told me a few weeks ago that about these questions. And I sort of didn't want to think about them until this exact moment, because there are so many people that I could, I, I, like whoever I say now, there's going to be people that I'm missing out, you know, because I'm only choosing three. So it's just... I don't assume it means you hate them. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, don't. So... So the person who means the world to you, or a person, let's say, a person person. who means the world to you. I think... I'm going to go with my girlfriend. Oh, good choice, Fraser. Uh, People very rarely pick their life partners, you know, actually. No, no, because I could have gone my, my mom or my nan. Easily, but I think you know, especially in the in the job that I'm in, it's it's not just me that has to go through it. Like we have to go through it as a family. It's difficult. What's her name? So, her name is Danny Lee. Danny Lee. And how long have we been together? 
uh, three years. Three years. So she was there for the whole sort of Tokyo nightmare He's, journey that it, the, the it night, turned yeah. into. Yeah. And, and yeah, I, I cannot. Don't, I don't know how she did it. Yeah. yeah. I cannot. I mean, it's hard enough. My family are conscripts to my life. Like they don't choose it, and they get to. They have to put up with it. But what happened around the Tokyo Olympics? It's going to forever be the greatest quiz question because the Tokyo twenty two. 2020 Olympics happened in 2021. Um, I found it really irritating whilst watching it on the television that it said 2020, but I I, I get it. Was she able to come with you to Tokyo? No, this is like, you know, another part of the story. So my son was due the the day of leaving to Tokyo. (laughs) Yeah, so... I'm glad you picked her. She deserves it. And it, and it luckily he came, he came. I think he come like two weeks early, so it, it, I literally got. But I, I still, even though he did, I didn't get to spend much time with them or him because I was in deep preparation. And you know, I don't think she believed me, or I don't think anyone would believe me if they said like literally like nothing changes for me. And I know that might sound barbaric to people. Once again, like my partner's just had a baby, a newborn baby, my my first son, you know, my second child, with my first son. Um, People think, you know, you're going to be there. And, and it's not that I didn't want to be there, but I, I put so much into into this, into the boxing journey and the Olympic journey. I was so focused and and it, it, it was a selfish, it, it was a weird one because it, it's selfish in a way, but in my profession, in my profession, I have no choice but to be selfish. So a lot of people couldn't get their head around it, but I wanted something so badly I was willing to do anything, and and if it meant only seeing my my partner and my son for a matter of hours after he was born, it's just the way it had to be. Yeah, but I mean, look, right? I mean, obviously, I, I'm a feminist and a modern woman, and my I have a very very uh, active and I mean, he does much more than me, my husband, with our kids. But the the sort of tradition of uh, a person of a man in the olden days being the breadwinner uh, and being dedicated to having a career and things. Those those days are long gone now, um, I'm pleased to say. But the the reality of your life is that you don't get to pick the times. You don't get to pick when... I mean, actually, if it hadn't have been for COVID, you'd have been there, wouldn't you? Exactly. I mean, because it was a year after it should have been and exactly. all of all of that. Babies don't give you much notice of uh, when they're going to arrive or, or fit into your life particularly successfully, in my experience. But there's no way you could have made that be any different. And I'm sure she didn't expect you to either. No, she, you know, it was like I say, this, we're only human and it was difficult for her, but she, yeah, she had really good help from, you know, her family and... Uh, it sort of worked out okay because, you know, I'd probably say Trent being born and seeing the bond he had with his mum and mother, daughter, Mila, was probably what got me over the line at the Olympics. You know, when when, when times got hard, you know, that there was, you know, the thought of them through in my mind really, you know, drove me on and got me over the line. The, the thing is, is that I think that most people hearing that story immediately your sympathy goes to your girlfriend you know essentially it's like oh you know great she's looking after kids on her own while you're off doing your career like the sympathy I actually personally I think it would be harder for you like two two weeks after having a new baby 
to leave your family to go for in six weeks for six weeks to live in a clinical environment where you are on your own with your thoughts like uh, you know uh, if i had to pick which one of you i would be leaving my newborn baby i would pick to be your wife in this situation i would pick to be her because it i i would find you know it must have been torture and you must have felt really guilty um, at the same time as knowing you're doing the right thing. doesn't st- As a parent, it doesn't stop you feeling guilty. Knowing you're doing the right thing. I, I live away from my children half of the week. And, I, you know, I know it's the right thing and it, it means that they have a safe and secure life and all of that. But it doesn't stop me feeling guilty. I feel guilty about it. Yeah, I think, you know, even without the birth of Trent, it would have been a torture anyway, you know, being away from Mila and Danny and, and my family. But then just knowing... Knowing Trent was here and he was so young and he's, you know, very, very critical age, you know, like the first few weeks of his life, it's so, like, important. And knowing how difficult it was as well. So it was difficult and it was torture, but the only guilt I felt was because I'll never change saying I had the time of my life in Tokyo, the best experience of my life, and it will never, ever be top. There's no question about it. So it was difficult to have the time of your life but not be with the people you love. That was the hardest thing. Well, if COVID wasn't around, you know, they probably they would have been there and would have done it all together, do you know? So Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, although I have to say, I'm not sure I'd fancy, yeah, if COVID hadn't have been that yet, then it would have been a year earlier, uh, I suppose, but I'm, I'm not sure how much I'd fancy getting on. I, I mean, I took my firstborn son to a wedding two weeks after he was born and I, I thought like I was losing my mind. Um, so travelling to Tokyo uh, yeah, to go to the Olympics might have been uh, a big stretch, but uh, when he's older, he's just going to think how cool it is. He's not. Yeah, he's gonna know, is he? He's gonna know. Oh no! But he'll know. He'll know. He's not. But he's. He's not gonna be bothered that you went to the Tokyo Olympics. He's gonna be proud. Nah, just, yeah. Just, nah. Just be dad, wanna. Yeah. Is it? Are, are you? You're competing at the Commonwealth Games in Birmingham. No, no, no. I've, I've turned professional now, so I can't compete in the uh, in the Commonwealth. So I'll be. I'll supporting the team. Though. I'll be. You know, they're, they're my teammates for life. So I'll be supporting them. Oh, brilliant. But now, presumably, your family can all come along to things with you and do mm-hmm. things with you, and, and so it's not so bad. So, I mean, she must be pretty impressive then, as a conscript to your life, sort of putting up with all the training and all the... I bet you have to eat weird food, don't you? It's You know what it is? It's like, I think it's more... You, you never get used to it because I, I'm not the only one has to sacrifice. She has to miss out on things... You know, there's certain places I can't go, won't go. Monday to Friday, I'm away. I'm staying. I'm in. I'm in my hotel room now. It's not the most pleasant of places. She's at home with a one-year-old plus my daughter. You know, a, a few days a week. It's 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 not a nice place to be at times. You know, and, and she's running her own business as well. She sounds impressive. Yeah, it's, it's like you know, you can only like you know applaud and take your heart off because I'm not sure I could do it. <laughs> no, I have to say, as the person who leaves my children with somebody else for the week, their their dad, uh, people always, you know, like, oh, it must be really hard for you to be away. And I just think I'd rather do the bit I do. I don't know how he copes. <laughs> Two teenage boys uh, who fight all the time, constantly. I think I've definitely got the better deal in some of this because uh, I'm not the one always there. So how would you sign off a letter to Danny Lee? What would you want to say to her? Thank you for bringing Trent into the world and accepting Mila as your own. 
thank you for the support and being my like right hand. Thank you for putting up with me and being you. I think that's all we could ever thank our partners for is thank you for putting up with me. I mean, she sounds like a pretty impressive woman. So the second person I asked you to think about was a person who's no longer with us. So who would that be? You know, once again, there's, there's a lot of people who I could dedicate this to, you know, because I've lost a few people. But I think I'd probably have to say my uncle Paul, my uncle Panny. He wasn't my uncle by blood. He wasn't even my uncle by marriage. But, you know, my auntie never married him. But growing up, he was as, he was as much as an uncle to me as, as my blood uncle's. And, um, you know, I love it. I, I'm from a working class community that makes you call your next door neighbour uncle. So, yeah, like, yeah, I mean, I've yeah. got a million uncles who have literally yeah. no relation to me. So yeah. uh, who are more often more uncle than uh, some of my own actual uncles. Mm. So I get it. So what was what did he help you with your boxing and things? Did he believe in you? And N- not even I just the only thing I can really say is I always had a smile on my face when I was around him. You know, like, I can't remember, he's one of the first people to introduce me to beer, so I can't, you know, I have to thank him for that. <laughs> um, you know, I think, you know, like, it was always, always slipped me a cheeky kind of calling. Um, he used to do a thing to me, he used to get me in a, he taught me my first headlock, it was called the, the death lock. The, 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 the arm comes around the neck and the other one pushes on the back of the head. And, and, and more than that, you know, he made my made my auntie really happy. He always made my auntie really happy, and you know, and, and I know she misses him, and I, I miss him, and we all miss him, and my family and his family, you know, we we're, we're all very close, and I just yeah, I just miss my uncle Panny, and I just wish he was here to see my success because he knew I boxed, and he you know he liked the fact I boxed, but he never got to see any of it really. You know, I think he might have been at my first fight maybe. Um, but you know it's quite a while ago now, a long time ago. Like so, my memory's not that great of it. I think he was there, but um, he never got to see the success, and he would have been so proud. He would have loved. He would have loved the fact that uh, in our box at the Commonwealth Games, I won the gold medal, the Olympics, and won a bronze. I've turned professional. He he, he would have he would have been proud. You know. I've got to say, for your family, as the mother of sons. I can't bear it when they're up too high on a chair. Like, how do your family watch you boxing? I would not be able to. I would not be able to watch it. I w- it would be intolerable for me. I don't like it when they stand too close to a, a ledge. Yeah, Let alone watching someone I've been punching seven shades of shit out of them. I'd, I'd I'd lose my mind. I think it's difficult for my mum, my nan, and my my partner at times, but. Danny, but she she's from sort of her family's from a boxing background. A little brother fights, her dad trained, so she's been around it a little bit more. Um, I don't know how to do it. I mean, I think my mum just watches sort of on and off, like she does, some, <laughs> yeah. like, like, like sort of a peekaboo style. Um, but they, you know, they support me, and they know I can look after myself. You know, uh, over the years, they've seen me in some bad ways. They've seen me bloody noses, broken bones, operations, and hospitalised. This is, you know, my mum. My mum was on a. My mum came and see me on a hospital bed after I've been stabbed. So she's oh seen. She's seen. She's seen. But she's she's just had to like really thicken up the skin and get a sort of you know know that I'm a, I'm a young man, boisterous, and you know this is fighting. What, what happened? I do. What happened? 
Oh yeah, it's like it's 2016. I was in, involved in a bit of an incident. I got you know I got stabbed three times, and I could, my mom and dad had to come in. You know, like sort of there was at the side of my bed, and it's just not a good, not a good times. You know, your poor bloody mother is all I'm gonna yeah, I know, say. I know, I know, yeah, I know, I know. Your poor mom and dad. My God, that would I don't know. I'd be beside myself. Yeah. Um, have they have they ever anyone in your family ever asked you not to do it to stop that they don't want you to do it anymore? No, I think they know it's my identity. It's it's who I am. It's not what I do. It's it's just who I am. They couldn't ever ask me to stop. It's 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 more than what I do. This is, it's if you speak if you think of the name Fraser Clark, boxing's the next thing you think of. Do you know, and, and I wouldn't have it any other way. Yeah. So you you but your uncle Paul, he never got to say. Uh, he, he never, never got to see the success. I think he can remember me training and stuff, and you know, Port Panny. Like he was just. I think he was always. A bit, well, he still is. It was a good moment. I can remember run one of the running routes when I was a kid. I used to run past the graveyard, but after he passed away, and I'd always run in. It was a good excuse to have a five-minute breather, but I'd always have two minutes next to the grave, you know. And and still to this day, every time I drive by, I give him a beep. I go and give him a beer at Christmas, and yeah, he would either just been proud of thinking, you know, he would have. I think it would have been nice for him, nice for my auntie and him. They would have probably got to one of the shows. It would have been beautiful, you know. Um, and why do you call him Panny? Is that where does that come from? What's just, it? Just just a nickname. Where I'm from, you know, I'm from a small place, Burton on Trent, and it's and it's it's the home of beer. Brewing, brewing, yeah, <laughs> the home of beer. So Brewing Town. So you know, he was he was very much involved in the pubs. He liked his golf. He played darts. He drank. He drank a lot. Oh, you know, a lot of pints and that. And I just I just remember it was bubbly, large and life with a big smile, and yeah, and a nice gold chain. Always a good gold chain. <laughs> He sounds like a character. Oh, he's a yeah. legend. Uh, you know, do you, I mean, I don't know whether you believe that people can see you or not, but I don't actually, I, I, I mean, I don't personally, but that I, I hope I'm wrong. <laughs> I hope that people can see you from wherever they are or, or just yeah. know that you're happy and successful. I just feel like it'd be nice to think, it, it's no harm to anyone to think that, he can he can see you and be celebrating you and would be proud. I'm certain. I hope, I hope, I hope so. I, I'm certain. So how would you how would you sign off a letter to him? What what do you want to say? I'd just say to him, I miss you, and I've perfected the death hold. <laughs> I can now afford to buy you a golf club that I broke. <laughs> Whereas younger, you lent it me, and I, tr- and I tried to stick the head back on. <laughs> I wish you was here and we'd go for a beer or a ten and I just hope I've made you proud Ever yearned for the perfect pub to reveal itself from some unexpected alley? Well, The Moon Underwater is the podcast for you. Join me, John Robbins, and the lovely Robin Allender Hi. as we help a special guest create their dream pub. From the drinks behind the bar to the music on the jukebox, The Moon Underwater is whatever you want it to be. So, if you would like to join us in Desire's beating heart, search The Moon Underwater. Or maybe The Moon Underwater will search for you. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. 
Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Talking about drinking beer, do you have, do you do you have to live by like a ridiculous regime of fitness? I met um, the runner Katarina Johnson Thompson, and she was telling me about like what she can and can't eat and things and all that stuff about people coming and checking your way when you're in the Olympics and yeah, things. Yeah, like yeah, at yeah. any moment, someone can uh, watch you go to the toilet and all that. Uh, I mean, it was fascinating for me to hear all that. But like she lived by such like restrictive means. I just, I mean, again, it's how people are wired differently. But presumably, you, you, it's slightly easier for people like yourself. I mean, the person I am, the person I grew, I grew. I'm never going to change. You know, I grew up in a town where people have a beer before they drink milk. You know, yeah. it's like it's sort of <laughs> part of the culture, and I'm always going to be that person. But I think as age has gone on, you know if I have to stop drinking for a year or two years, it can be done six months, no problem. You know, it definitely, definitely doesn't aid what I do, but, but I'm very limited at it now. You know, it's, it's very rare, but um, listen, this is who I am. And I can't ever, I can't ever change it for love or money. My mum drinks beer, my dad drinks beer, <laughs> my family drink beer. We, they live in the local pub. So, you know, if, if I have to have a, a pint from time to time, you know, so, so, so be, be it. it. Do you eat a lot of Marmite? Doesn't that come from Burton as well? Yeah. I'm not a fan, to be fair. Oh, what? It's your heritage. No, I wasn't. Well, I wasn't a fan. I'm just thought, I think, you know, as you get older, you like, your, your taste buds change, I thought. So I, I, I had something the other day, just, just, it was there, you know, on the breakfast buffet. I thought, let me try a bit. I actually like it. And I think, I think it nearly <laughs> made my hair, nearly made my hair grow back. So. <laughs> Well, it's, it's from where you're from. It's like me and yeah, Cadbury's yeah. chocolate. Like, you have to like it. It's my heritage to like Cadbury's yeah, chocolate. So I have to like it. So the final person I asked you to think about was somebody who doesn't know that what an effect they've had on your life. Uh, and so who would that person be? Once again, you know, there's so many people I can miss, miss, I'm missing out here. Like my mum, my dad, my, my grandma, my granddad, my brother, my sister... There's so many people I'm missing out on, but I'm going to go for someone who's outside the family this time. I'm going to go for my first boxing trainer, uh, Richard Joyce, mentor, friend, and and the first person I wanted to speak to after I won the Olympic medal, the first person I wanted to speak to when I signed a professional contract. 
just one of the best men with the biggest heart and you know I've ever met and he's he done so much for me you'll never know how much I appreciate him his family unconditional love for them you know and and forever you know he's he's, he's always my, my coach always now the way that I mean, I'm now going to give a Hollywood version of what I understand boxing coaches to be. Also, in my constituency, there are about four or five different boxing gyms. It's less to do with the boxing coaching that they're doing and much more to do with, like, helping the local kids to learn discipline and, like, you know, they're, they're often they're, they're facing closure and things. They're, and they come in and see me and they're like, oh, God, you know, and I try and help them get funding and things because it's not it's not about the fighting. It's always about that. I've got that the, one of the women who runs one of them describes that like them as her kids. Like, you know, they're, they're, these are my, they're my kids. Like you can't you can't let the gym close sort of thing. And in Hollywood, it's always been presented as, you know, like your boxing coach is a person who like, you know, drags you back from the bad to to, to be good again. So is that what he is to you? He is as close to a father without being related to me as, as I can get. You know, this is a man that I, I met and he's seen potential in me. He encouraged me to, to work on that potential. When when other people and friends were up to mad antics, he told me to leave it alone and, 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 and stay in the gym and stay away from certain people. He's changed not just my life, he's changed a lot of people's lives for the better. And you know, he, he's more of a like a person that guides people. You know, he just helps people get on the right path. And just selfless, you know. He, I think, I'd say 25 years, I think he spent at the boxing club training people for no money. They earn no money. Him, yeah, if anything, it cost him, you know. He used to take me, take me up and down the country. And he, he was even, I think one of the biggest, one of the biggest compliments I can give him is that once I, once I'd, started boxing for Great Britain and England, he had the ability to let me go and let me go and flourish. Whereas a lot of coaches I see, they want to hang on to them, their fighter because they were the one that brought him up. They were the one that trained him. They want the credit. Joycey wasn't in it for that. Joycey sort of, he got me to a certain level and realised I can't, well, I don't think he really, because he could have, but he sort of said, you know what? You're at this level now. I can't take no further. There you go. Go, you know, go and express yourself. Go and become an Olympian, and it's the biggest credit I can give to him because he doesn't want for nothing. Still, he doesn't ask for nothing. But I just love to give. I'd love to give him back. You know, like little. I can't give him much, but the little things I can give him, you know, he's he's welcome to any of my fights. He's the first person I'm going to thank. You know, any time we do something like this, just because with without him and without his guidance. I'm not sure how my life would have turned out. Yeah, I think that um, you don't need to worry. I imagine that you you've given him the greatest gift in the world, and that is that you succeeded. Like that's all because that's ultimately all he wanted was for you to be the best you can be and to succeed at the things and be happy and healthy and have a successful life and career. Like. That's what he wanted. That's the gift for him. And certainly if the people who run, like you say, when it, you say people, these people don't make money, uh, from the people I know who do this in, like I say, there's four or five in my constituency, uh, and they're always in the poorest areas. They're always working with the kids that no one else can wrangle. They are, they are often putting their own money into like 
the building, the all the stuff that the the young uh, boys and girls do. Like it's all them. Like and they they must what must drive them is just seeing those kids come out the other side. That's the greatest gift in the world. It's all you know. That must be. And so he's, you've given him a gift already. You've given it back. I'd like to. I'd like to think so. You know, of course. Like I said, until until my until my last day, this guy would always be to me. I know. I know so many boxers. I know so many people in boxing. This is the biggest superstar and the biggest legend I've ever met. So you know, and I've met a lot of them, but for me, this guy is is the one. You know, he he he's helped me change my life. He's he's helped numerous, like you say, kids that come from nothing change their life. And and he's he's not he's not some of them he's failed with. You know, some of them, some of them have gone down the wrong path. But the majority of them, you know, if he didn't give us anything, he'd give us good morals. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, also, just a space for people. I mean, nowadays, certainly almost all of your life, like, there just is not really anywhere for young people to go and vent and, and be themselves and have people. So that those places, they are... And often, to outsiders, a boxing gym can seem like a bit of a frightening place, I think, to yeah. outsiders. I remember the first time I ever went in uh, to one of my local ones was after a, a local lad who'd gone there had been killed, he'd been stabbed uh, and he died. They were raising money to, to help create this thing that would stop people dying from very serious stab wounds like blood con- uh, bleed control mm-hmm. kits. Yeah. And uh, they asked me to go along and I, I went along and it, you know, it is in no way frightening <laughs> at all. It's no, you know, like, it's like... They're just like big-hearted, community-minded, lovely yeah. people who speak as they find, which is a good thing. Yeah. I think it broadens people's horizons because it definitely did mine. You know, it was the first place I went where I met English people, Indians, Pakistanis, travellers, Romanians, Polish, whatever. But as soon as you go through the door of that club, it doesn't matter where you're from, what black, white, green or blue... You go in that club, you treat it the same. You can be the biggest superstar in the club. You can be the new beginner. You're 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 a blank. You're a blank canvas. Yeah, they, I mean, I think that that they're they're sort of vital places for this, but they are so threatened across our. I mean, I, I, there isn't a year that goes by that one of my boxing gyms isn't in my office telling me that their rent's been put up or mm-hmm. um, they're going to be kicked turfed out and. And, you know, I had one woman saying, I'm just going to get the kids in my back garden. I mean, there's nothing else for it. Like, I have to carry yeah, on. I mean, and it's like, it's, oh, it's, God. It's, it's crazy because, you know, I don't I don't know too much about politics or whatnot. But all I know is money well spent is money in boxing clubs. In fact, money well spent is money in any any youth clubs, any sports clubs that, you know, can, that can help just give give people activities, give people things to do. And let people know, you know, there's there's more to life than than earning money because essentially that's where all the crime comes from. Everyone just wants to earn a quick book, and 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 I get it because we all want money, but money without life is pointless, you know. Yeah, but you're you're absolutely right. Money well invested in those in those sorts of places is uh, your your the taxpayer reaps it back ten 100%. times over, ten times 100, over, hundred percent, you know, hundred percent. Yeah. They need, they definitely need protecting. Also, the people who run them in my area, just an absolute hoot. They're the people you want to go for a beer with. They are an absolute yeah. bloody hoot. Salt uh, of the earth. 
Indeed. They're also, I just like people who speak as they find, and I find the boxing community in my area to be the kind of people who will tell you what they think straight to your face, which I quite like. Uh, I'd rather that than anything else. So how would how would you sign off a letter to Joycey? Uh, what would you say? I'd say, Richie, you're not blood-related to me, but that doesn't that doesn't mean nothing. I love you. I love your family. And thank you for giving me the wisdom and the, the basic lessons of boxing, which allowed me to go and grow and become the, the person I am today, the fighter I am today. And hopefully I can go and do the same to other people in the future. You are, you are boxing. You are the epitome of boxing. And you've changed my life. You've changed a lot of young men's lives and women. And you're appreciated. You say you don't know lots about politics. Well, I don't know a lot about boxing. I recently uh, watched that. What well, I can only describe as I felt it was a dreadful fight, but I was new to it. Uh, that one that was Eddie, you know, the world's strongest man one. Yeah, yeah, that's not that's that. It was that, dreadful. Listen, uh, I've got I've got a button. That's not boxing. That's not boxing. That that's two that's two guys in a pair of gloves. But that's not boxing. Yeah, I have to say because I I don't I don't watch a lot. I watched it. I watch it at the Olympics and things. Mm. And but uh, but I have to like because me and my family we have obsessed with world strongest man. I love it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so we made like a big event of get all getting of together and watching it. Thor, uh, it, it exactly. Yeah. You know, it's like a big event. Yeah. We all got like nice snacks and yeah. drinks, and yeah. the kids yeah. all sat round yeah. in the neighbourhood. And so you know, we made a big event at it. And I just thought. I think I could do what they were doing. I was just like, this is dreadful. You know what? I think I commend them for both for putting in the work and doing the training, but to call, to brandish that boxing, it's an insult to boxing. Yeah. It was just like, even I don't know anything about boxing. And I was like, you know, why aren't they doing this? Why aren't they doing that? And it's like, if I don't know anything about it and I'm able to make, be a, a reasonable critique and commentator on this, something's gone wrong here. Yeah, that, that's, that's, quite, that's, that's, that's a moneymaker. <laughs> yeah, it is. I bet they made some absolute cash money, which, you yeah, know, fair money. enough. People like me are going to tune into it. Fair enough. Who, yeah, who, who yeah. you know, live I, and I, let I don't, live. I don't, I don't, I don't begrudge anyone making a few, <laughs> few quid, but, yeah. you, but I'll, not, I'll, not, I'll not have you, a non-boxing person, calling that boxing. Okay, all right. I, I agree. It was, yeah, yeah. I agree. It was, it was awful. I, I was like, the, what, what is brilliant is watching those people pick up Atlas stones and put in trucks yeah. that's yeah. what they're good for and they're very good at that stay stay in your lane <laughs> yes stay stay in your lane pick up yeah. atlas balls toss like things over you yes. know it's yeah. all that scream, eat a lot of calories scream <laughs> ah, lift things but leave the leave the fight to people that can fight you know so what is the you know so you've gone professional what does that mean now then so you're it you're means- I'm start, I sort of got to the top of the tree as an amateur. You know, the Olympics is the pinnacle. Got my bronze medal, which it was gold, but it wasn't to be. So now it's like back down the food chain and you're starting at the bottom as a professional. You've got a clock, make your way up. I've had one fight and then I got injured. I'm now just getting ready, uh, training for my second fight at the end of the July. And, um, you know, the journey continues and we'll enjoy it you know that that's that's the first and foremost if, if we're doing this and, and we're not happy doing it then it's no good we're, we're here and we love what we do uh, the difficulties and everything else the rewards it brings the joy it brings 
But it's most of all, the, the second it's, I stop smiling when I'm doing it is the second I'll hang the gloves up. Yeah. So the very, very best of luck to you. And thank you so much for sharing your brilliant people. They all sound immensely brilliant. I appreciate it. Thank you very much. No worries. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Yours Sincerely with Jess Phillips. If you want to hear more conversations just like this, make sure you follow Yours Sincerely with Jess Phillips on the podcast provider of your choice. And why not write a letter to your friends telling them all about this podcast? You could also follow us on social media. We're at Jess Phillips Pod. Goodbye. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.